Welcome to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. And hey, it's Kinkle Fritz, and here's my friends. Sally. And Misty. And here's highlights from today's show. So this kid it was born at 11... <laughs> it was amazing. 11.9 ounces. Uh, wow. There's no pound in there yet. imagine that. Mm-mm-mm. And he has survived. He is about to turn one years old. So we're just talking about overcoming those odds, because the doctor said, yeah, we got a 0% chance survival for this kid. How about your situation? 888-888-9976. So what's going on? We have uh, dear friends that we grew up with. They're more like family. And their their son was born premature, but he was born with a lot of physical problems. He had to be fed by a feeding tube and just a whole host of other things wrong. And the main thing was that he was born with a third of his brain just completely missing. Just gone. So they got this child on every single prayer chain they knew. And people started praying and just lifting him up. And the next time they did a scan, his brain was whole. What? What? Completely there. No no defects, nothing. Praise God. Wow. That's awesome. Just just there. Out of nothingness, he just he was whole that's Ugh. only part of the story the other part is you would think he would have maybe developmental difficulties things like that he grew up he got a full ride scholarship to Colgate University and wow. is on the genius level mm. <laughs> that's amazing so if God can bring that out of a child that was born with a third of his brain gone that's pretty awesome what, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's incredible. That is amazing. He's an overcomer. That's for sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. God is good. Love that. Man. So God knows how to grow a brain. Of course (laughs) So the doctors, the authorities say, yeah, you're not going to make it. But you do. We're talking about those types of stories. Family Life Radio, it's Kankle Fritz and Friends with you. And Jamie is with us. Now tell us what happened. Okay. I have twins. They just celebrated their eighth birthday. My son was supposed to be watching them. I ended up having to go to a meeting. They didn't know how to swim. But one of our next door neighbors had an in-ground pool. One of my daughters fell in. Mm. Oh, goodness. Not knowing how to swim, her twin sister jumped in trying to save her. The next door neighbor that lived behind the house, he never leaves his tools like they're all organized. And he was working two streets over, working on a car, and there was a tool that he was missing. He says, I I never missed this tool. He had to go back to the house, and this was the house that was right behind the pool. And they have a dog, and he says he never lets her out because she always jumps the fence. Well, she was barking and barking and barking, and he opened the door. He heard this girl screaming. And he thought, summertime, you know, but something about this scream um, told him it was something else. And uh, he went to his back deck and he looked behind his fence and there was a girl in the pool on the side of it screaming. So he jumped the fence, he goes over and he tries to pull her out and she went letting. And so she points to the bottom of the pool and says, my sister. Oh my. He didn't know CPR. Well, the lady that owned the pool, she was teaching piano lessons inside the house. Well, the daughter that was taking piano lessons her dad was sitting in a truck outside listening to the radio. So the guy that um, first found my daughters in the pool went and got that guy who was an EMT. He jumped in, pulled her out and started doing CPR. And my son who was in the house had no clue what was going on. He didn't even know that they were in the pool. Long story short, she went into the hospital. She was air flighted August 3rd and she walked out of that hospital on August 9th. Wow. Wow. 
They will turn 18 at the end of July. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, yeah. Early birthday to them. <laughs> yes, most definitely. Talking about the Find My Phone app, how wonderful it is. Yeah, we're taking your Find Your Phone story, 888-888-9976. Barbara is with us. Tell us what happened. Well, my grandson had a phone, and he came to our house, and he said, I lost my phone. You know, and I think... I think they cleaned out our lockers this weekend, and I think I left it in the locker. Oh, no. He was coming for the weekend, so we went back to the school two days later, and we had that that ability to ping the phone, you know, like you were talking about. Yeah, the Find My Phone app. So we pinged the phone, and we're walking all around the school, and we got all the way around to the dumpster on the back of the school, and his cell phone was in the dumpster. Praise no. God. They threw away his cell phone? <laughs> well, they probably just they grabbed everything just, and just chucked it. Yeah, oh, I guess Maybe if they it didn't was see what they were there, grabbing. Yeah. I don't know. So we had to dumpster dive. <laughs> and of course, you know, it was in the bottom bag of the dumpster. <gasps> of course it was. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. And how full was the dumpster? Oh. Boy. That's mm. one of those moments I'd stand there and think. Do we need another phone? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just need to order a new one. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we're really cheap, so we didn't want to think about buying a new one. <laughs> hey, I'm Darren with We Are Messengers. And if you didn't know, Family Life Radio is listener supported. By giving you help people find hope and keep the station on the air, you're helping make possible a place that people can turn to for hope and truth. Thank you so much for supporting Family Life Radio. You can give safely and simply at myflr.org. Thank you for making hope possible. Well, we got Josh Havens with the Afters with us this morning. Hey. Thanks Hi. for dropping by. So good to be with you. Hey, for those that don't know, the uh, Family Life Radio Morning Show is based in Tucson, Arizona, and you're just down the street. Just an hour and a half up the road. Yeah. Yeah, I live okay. in uh, Gilbert, which is just outside of Phoenix. Right. Yeah. So, now you didn't grow up in Arizona. Did I didn't grow up there, but we are huge fans of your show. My family and I, we listen. We have a preset for Family Life Radio and love this. Wow. Oh, that's, cool. yeah. that's exciting. lovely and humbling. And he says, that to every morning show he visits. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. My, my kids my kids know this show. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Aww, thank wow. you. Well, that's cool. Hey, you said something, and I'd love to get your take on this. You said that guilt can be a motivator. What do you mean by that? We often let the things that we struggle with become the things that define us. Mm-hmm. We were talking recently about like the difference between guilt and shame. And I think it's so important because a lot of times we let shame become something that just covers us. I always thought they were kind of synonymous, but guilt is kind of a good thing because it's when you you do something and you feel bad about it and you don't want to do it again. So right. you tell a lie, you feel bad that you told a lie and you, you learn from it and hopefully you won't do it again. But shame is where you tell yourself, I'm a liar mm. and you let it define you. And that's so toxic and it's so wrong. And that's not what God believes about us. And so kind of realizing I'm not going to be defined by the thing. I am not the things that I do wrong. That's not what defines me. My struggles don't define me. 
That's interesting. Uh, I've never had guilt put in a positive light, but you're right. A negative emotion <laughs> can <laughs> cause you to change directions. There's yeah. aspects of it that can be yeah. helpful. Absolutely. No kidding. Shame, however, is just is just toxic. Josh, you you said something that I'm like, huh? My head kind of cocked like a cocker spaniel. <laughs> and that is you said that part of the secret to your success was going to church. What do you mean by that? Uh, for the first couple of years that we toured after we got signed, we played around 250 shows every year and it really burned out our families. And we would come home and we would just be exhausted. And I remember playing a show with Casting Crown, just venting to Mark Paul. I said, how, how can you sustain this? I feel like I'm not being a good husband. I'm not being a good father. I went to church and nobody at my church knows that I'm my kid's dad or my wife's husband. And that doesn't feel good. And uh, he really challenged me. He said, well, that's got to change. You know, you, you're not called to be in a band first. Your career is not what comes first. You're called to be faithful to God, be faithful to your family. Your career's down the list. And uh, he told me that he was super plugged into this church and it's a life-giving thing. And he's actually, I think, the middle school pastor at his church, even to this day. So Matt and I, we got off the road and it just blew our minds that we could take control of this and set some boundaries. And, and it's the healthiest thing we ever did for our family. When we wanted success the most and were willing to give anything for it is when it came the hardest. And when we re-looked at everything and said, God, we want to do what you want, and we're going to be faithful to that, even if it costs financially, even if it costs in our career, we want to put these things first. And uh, that's when God blessed everything the most. Well, you know, uh, reminds me of a, a verse. Seek first the kingdom of God mm. and his righteousness, yeah. and then all these, all these things. things follow. The things are the stuff of life. Yeah. The success mm. is added unto you. It's a lesson for us all. And if you're struggling in an area, what do I have before him? Family Life Radio, time for that good news of the day. Our number is 888-888-9976. Your story can inspire others. So please give us a call. Dan is with us. Tell us what's going on. This past year, I've been financing a vehicle. I've been having to put more money into the repairs than the actual car payment. And it's just been a real struggle in my finances. And I've been praying that the Lord would help me with it. And two weeks ago, the vehicle broke down and I was unable to fix it. And I got to have it for work. A friend of mine let me borrow their vehicle. And for the past two weeks, I've been praying about it. And I was in church and the Lord told me to take out a dollar but don't put it in the collection plate. I kept, just kept it in my pocket all day. And then yesterday evening, someone walked up to me and said, how would you like to buy their vehicle for $1? Are you serious? I am serious. And they had the title in hand and gave me the title and I handed them $1. Because <laughs> God told you to hold on to that dollar. And they blessed me with the vehicle. I've never bought <laughs> a, a car for a dollar before. That's a pretty good deal. <laughs> It's good to know God takes care of us, right? Yes, it is. Hey, if you've got good news, we would love to hear your story. What's going on? Our number is 888-888-9976. Well done, well done. A good and faithful one. Welcome to the place where you belong. Josh, you guys have had some tragedy as a band. But you really saw God through that. What exactly happened? 
our sound guy, his child had an undiagnosed condition, was actually born uh, lifeless. And uh, it, was, it was so heartbreaking. After that, we had a, a tour in Europe that was coming up. He was gonna stay back, but we said, why don't you come and bring your wife with you? Because we wanna love on you guys. So we went to, went to Europe, we had a show in Amsterdam, and uh, we had told them, by the way, that there was a place in Amsterdam that we wanted to take them, the coolest place, and it's called the Piper Cafe. And the, Piper is the name of their daughter. Mm. It's the same spelling. They've only seen the spelling one other time. So they said, after, we're, after the show, we're gonna go to the Piper Cafe, they're open late. So we all go, we sit around, have some words, remembering their daughter, spend some time in prayer, praying for, for Anthony and Lauren. And then we get up to leave and I'm looking at the wall and there's only one thing on the wall and it's a hospitality award. Piper's name was on it. And so I called them over and I said, you should take a picture of this because it has Piper's name on it. Anthony's wife, Lauren, she lost it. She just broke down. And she said, you're not gonna believe this, but look at the date on that award. And it was Piper's birthday. Oh, wow. Oh, goodness. That's crazy. It was like there was angels in the room. It, that's what it felt wow. like. Wow. And uh, yeah. it was a reminder in, in really the hardest time that God is present, that He's with us. There's a lot of people who say, God will never give you more than you can handle. I don't know that I believe that. I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe that's what that scripture's. I think that scripture's talking about temptation. Yes. That He will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear. In other words, He gives you a way out. But sometimes things happen that are too much, but He is faithful to be there with us and to be present and to comfort us. And, and that was a sign of, that was just God saying, I'm with you. Amen. I see you. I love you. I'm wrapping my arms around you. Josh Havens, lead singer of the Afters, is with us this morning. Now, Josh, you're a follower of Christ. Your mom and dad are, but you had a family member that wasn't? I got a sister who was an atheist when she was in college. She studied archaeology. She went to university, moved to Israel, and studied under one of the top archaeologists in the whole field of biblical archaeology. Wow. But he's an atheist. <laughs> And his whole goal is to disprove the Bible. It sounds crazy. That is bizarre. I'm going to dig up stuff that's going to disprove the Bible. Exactly. So he's, <laughs> and he, so he convinced her that the Exodus never happened, that Moses wasn't a real person, that Jesus wasn't real. And so my parents were just brokenhearted. And my dad, shortly before he passed away, he gave his, his Bible to my sister that had all of his notes in it and highlighted passages. And he said, uh, I know this doesn't mean anything to you right now, but I ask, please keep it. And I pray that someday it does. She just put it on her bookshelf and it sat there. And about 10 years later, she and her family were going through a really hard season. She ended up marrying an Israeli guy. They were going through a really hard season. And she started having dreams that Jesus was a part of. Night after night, she had these recurring dreams and it got so strong that she could not go back to sleep. So she got up to get some water and as she's passing through her living room, she sees that Bible on the bookshelf. And for the first time since my dad gave it to her, walks over and opens it up. And she said on the page that she opened up to, there was a passage that my dad had highlighted and it just popped off the page at her. And it spoke directly to what she was going through. So for the next two nights, she, uh, she went back to the Bible and each time there was something that just came alive and spoke to her. And she ended up calling me and she says, Josh, you're gonna think I'm crazy, but I think Jesus is pursuing me and I wanna give my life to Jesus. Wow. So I, I prayed with her on the phone. She gave her life to Jesus. Three months later, she flew out to Arizona where I live and I got to baptize my sister. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. All right, I have goosebumps. 
And not only, but it, the story doesn't even end there. It gets even better because her husband, who is a Sabra Jew, born in Israel, he gave his life to Jesus. No. Wow. And then last October, they moved back to Israel. They now live uh, right above the Sea of Galilee. And they started a ministry to reach out to people in the Jewish community, archaeology, science communities, to show that you can believe in science and history <laughs> and believe in Jesus. And when you have Jesus, everything else comes alive in it. Yes. Wow. Really cool. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. All right, I'm just going to pass the plate now. <laughs> <laughs> Radio, it's Kankle Fritz and Friends. What a beautiful song. Gorgeous voice. Her name is Katie Nicole. It's called In Jesus' Name. We've been talking with Josh Havens from the Afters this morning, and I heard that you are instrumental in her success. Tell us about that. She was playing at, it was like an open mic thing at a Christmas festival at our church about three years ago, and I heard her sing, and it just stopped me in my tracks. I was like, wow, she has a powerful voice. And she was very just kind of new and green and experienced, but I could tell she has an amazing voice, something special. So I told her, I'd love for you to sing at our church sometime. And uh, she actually had a surgery. She, her Part of her story is that she has really bad scoliosis and had this surgery to put metal plates and stuff in her back and uh, then had to have a surgery to have them taken out. So she had a surgery, so I didn't see her for a little while. But then after all that, she came back. She said, do you still want me to sing at your church? I said, absolutely. So I said, uh, here's the theme. What do you think about writing a song? So she wrote a song. And I was like, this girl can write too. So then she she started coming to the church. My wife and I took her under our wings and, and started mentoring her and started coaching her on songwriting and wrote a lot of music together and started recording an EP. And then uh, people started seeing her, her TikTok videos and her social media stuff. During the whole pandemic thing, she was really bored and didn't have a whole lot to do. So I was like, you should dive into your social medias. I said, what can you do that would be special? Something that would stick out. So she started going to these parking garages and filming these covers, doing like Awesome God and different you know Christian covers. And people started watching them and sharing them. And so she went from like a thousand followers to 10,000 followers to a hundred thousand followers. And she has like 300,000 followers now. So I went out to Nashville with her and met with a lot of people and she ended up signing with Centricity and uh, just released uh, In Jesus' Name, which is just a fantastic song. And it's just blown up. But a video that she recorded for that song that had some crazy amount of millions of views, that's actually in my living room. That's my piano. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Wow. Yeah. Fun. I've got joy down in my soul. I'm going to let this feeling take control. So what is bringing you joy? It's time for that joy report. Give us a call at 888-888-9976. I just had a God thing just happen. Yeah? You never know when you're going to be a light to somebody. I pulled up to get some gas, and this fellow walked over. He was, you know, I left my radio on listening to y'all guys. Fellow comes over, and he's like, man, what is that song? I said, it's Christian music. And he just, the fella just stood there kind of dumbfounded, and I said, do you need prayer or what, brother? And he's like, yeah, I do, man. Some bad things with me and my wife were happening. I just think God look after me. It just amazes me that you never know when God's going to use you. It was just it was just a blessing for me to be able to play for a gentleman, you know? So you've got Family Life Radio on at a gas station, 
and this guy comes over and asks you about it. Right. And the next thing you know, you're praying with him? You pray for him and his wife to work out whatever differences they had. I didn't get personal with them to figure out what right. it was, but he just needed prayer. That's great. It is. So what kind of joy do you have to report? Call us right now. 888-888-9976. Uh, Misty found this article on insecurity. I thought this was pretty powerful. You know, it talks about how, you know, you can have the truth sitting on your nightstand. You can have it preached to you on Sunday. But grasping it and standing on it, letting it shift your thinking away from panic, that's something that requires truth to be more than just close. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it said, this is what really grabbed me. Safety is right here. Talking about God's truth. Insecurity will stop choking you when you remove its grip. Insecurity only has power over you when you allow it to control your thoughts. But I love what the, the verse has got Psalm 119 where it says, you know, if your law had not been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget your precepts. By them, uh, they have preserved my life. So it, basically he's saying, getting the word inside of you. Yeah. And I found this true myself. When I memorize something, it comes back up later when you mm -hmm. need it. Yeah. It's That's down right. in there. Oh, totally. You know? My, it's funny, my mom, you know, my whole life, she has told me to memorize scripture and it'll come up when I need it. And the first experience I had with that, I was in college and I was hiking a trail and the girl that was with me got too tired to continue to go. I was terrified, but I was so close to the peak of this trail. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to push through. And there's this part you had to go through the forest with all kinds of buggies and webs and noises. Right. And the whole time I was like, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but a love and a power <laughs> and a sound mind. Uh, and that's exactly, I mean, I must have repeated that over and over for like 15 minutes of that walk, but it got me to the peak and it was beautiful. That is awesome. I did have a tick on me later, but we got rid of that too. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most scary part. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it all turned out okay. Yeah. It was okay. <laughs> well, I encourage you today, if you're dealing with insecurity, any kind of a fear, if you can find a scripture that relates to that, memorize it. Right. Mm -hmm. And hold on to it and uh, repeat it. Exactly. Repeat it out loud. Yep. You know, that's what makes the difference for me because insecurity, yeah, it translates to fear, which translates to I'm not going to do something because right. I, I don't feel you know, enough. Well, you know, the Bible says to meditate in the word day and night, day and night. The uh, other, you know, when you look at defin definition of meditate, mutter. Mm. Oh, okay. I just... mutter a lot. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the podcast. We would love to connect with you on Facebook and Instagram and have you share your good news or joy reports. Just look for and like FLR Mornings. Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you.